0: You're listening to Intuitive Blueprint Podcast, episode 97. Today, we're going to talk about how to be relatable versus being their best friend. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. Today, we're going to talk about relatability, which it's a compliment I get often from my clients, um, from my community on Instagram. You're so authentic, you're so relatable, X, Y, Z. And it's something I get complimented on a lot. And one, I'm very grateful of that because being honest and authentic and relatable is a value of mine. It's very important to me that I come off the way that I am in a normal day to day life in conversation. Um, and conversation, um, and yeah, I I have this unique ability of like you know making friends with everyone everywhere I go and always finding something in common with people. And I think that one, it's you know, it's not something that um, is an effort for me, but it is something that I think can be acquired as a skill. And why that's so important when it comes to building your online business. And more specifically, when you're in a role or level of leadership. So when people are looking up to you to lead them as a guide, as a mentor, as a coach, as a leader, uh, when people are looking at you as someone who is going to help them go from, you know, point A to point B, being relatable is necessary And they need to see you as a leader. So how can we bring relatability into our brands, into our messaging, into our essence, but also at the same time, maintain that level of leadership and not be seen as like the best friend? So for example, you'll know when you've like kind of crossed that like best friend territory when it uh, comes to your online marketing, like, you know, Instagram, social media and all that kind of stuff, when you'll post something and, and people will say things like, I'm so proud of you <laughs> or like, you're doing amazing. Those type of comments from people that you want, pe- who, pe- from people whom you want them to buy your service isn't going to make you feel good, right? Because they're looking at you as more of like a friend rather than someone who can guide them. So how can we infuse relatability into the way that we show up without compromising on our leadership? And one of the key ways that I've um, been able to sort of do this in my business and I see... Other leaders who are very inspiring, but also like maintain that authentic authority um, is number one, having authentic authority. I think authentic authority is something that I teach within my mastermind. And it's the ability to lead as an authority, but through your own authentic expression. So in order to be relatable, you gotta be yourself. Right? It's like it one, it's exhausting trying to be. Someone you're not, especially on social media, to like constantly put a smile on your face and show up on stories and be this certain person when that's actually not who you are. So, the more authentic you are, the more that you can embrace being yourself, the more of an authority you're going to come off as because you're not copying anyone. And it's very palpable. Like, they can tell that you're just being yourself. You're not here to please. You're not here to pretend. You're not here to be performative, to put on a mask, but you're really showing up as your own full expression. And by just doing that alone, you are going to have a level of authority to you. Number two is vulnerability. And it's definitely like a buzzword, right be more vulnerable. Um, but how can we be vulnerable from a place that's going to create relatability and also maintain a level of leadership and it is by sharing your vulnerability through a healed perspective or a healed place like the scab. <laughs> If you will gross um, versus an open gaping wound and I think there is a there's an art to this um, you know how can you share something that's very vulnerable and at the same time have it be a value add for the person receiving it for the person reading it um, I, I'm trying to think of some examples where I've done this a couple of times I've done it Uh, two most recent ones were a couple months ago I had a very disturbing text from my ex-boyfriend and if you know anything about my story I was in a emotionally um, and verbally abusive relationship for five years all throughout my college years and this was someone who repeatedly told me that no one was gonna watch my videos and no one was gonna purchased my programs and I was gonna lose. And um I endured that for very many years. We have been broken up for six years. I'm now married. Like, you know, my life has completely moved on. And a couple months ago, out of nowhere, also, side note, I thought I had his phone number blocked, but I don't know where I get this text message, and it is it's disgusting. Like the words he used, the way he sp- it was a disgusting text that I would not even want to read out loud because of like what he said. And it was abusive. And so I like got really triggered when I first read it and kind of like brought me all the way back to, you know, the times where I would listen and hear that in, in person. And I decided to share it but I shared it you know after I got triggered and I allowed myself to feel this full spectrum of emotions and I went through it and it was a conversation that I had to have with like my husband to you know help me move through those emotions and he was really confused because he was like why are you even letting this bother you and I'm like listen I'm human and so um yeah I moved through the emotions I held space for myself and my feelings I talked about it, and then from that space, I shared, and when I shared it, I shared it to bring value to the person receiving it, and the way that I know the person receiving it got value was from the responses that I got. Some of those responses sounded like, wow, thank you so much for sharing this. I also went through something similar, and I always thought that it was because I was weak that I went through this. But seeing that someone as strong as you also went through this gives me that, um. what word did she use? Like it's relatable is basically what she said. It's like, wow, like I can so relate. And it's so inspiring that someone like you also went through that too, right? Versus a response of, you know, sympathy of like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, that's so terrible. Like, you know, screw him. Like, I didn't want those type of responses. And number two, I pre-framed it with that. Like, hey, listen, I'm sharing this not to get sympathy, but to really highlight and show you like the type of verbal abuse that, you know, someone can get and how you can overcome that. How you can hear something like this and not let it affect you, or how you can hear something like this and move through the triggers and hold space for yourself and come out even stronger. Like you do not have to be a victim to your experiences and to your circumstances. Like we can move through this. You are strong enough. Right? So that's like one one way. Another way was actually like yesterday. <laughs> my uncle passed away. I mentioned him on last week's episode of my uncle. Um. Uh, being sick in the hospital and unfortunately he lost his fight. And so, you know, it's funny because I don't really talk about my family and that's because I've been estranged for the last six years. I, um, you know, decided I wasn't going to go home anymore because of the trauma and just the wounds and everything that happened with my parents. And then, um, What happened on my wedding and there's like all this stuff so i had made the decision that i wasn't going home but when my cousin passed away who we i had unresolved conflict with it really like it really brought up a lot of stuff for me and so you know i decided i'm gonna i'm gonna be a part of the family and so you know long story short my uncle passed away i shared about it on instagram but i shared about it from a healed space and I shared it in a way where m- the receiver can gain value. So the way that I positioned it was you know, this and this happened. You know, the universe is going to continue giving you lessons until you really get them. And then how I had to understand, you know, how like the thing that I had to do is I had to realize, um, That the anger and resentment that I held in my body and in myself in the end only hurt me. Right. And that's the vulnerability piece. Like, I mean, as a coach, as a leader, do I want to admit that to the whole world? No. But I can admit it from a healed space. Because as I said in the next like slide, like that's the thing about healing. Oftentimes it's a really tough pill to swallow. And then the story continued by me saying, I know you're strong enough to hold space for your feelings. I know you're compassionate enough to be able to do that for yourself. And those are the things that I was doing for myself. And so we can share these pieces of ourselves and our stories and be vulnerable and be relatable and not look like a hot mess <laughs> and be able to share it from a space that really elevates our viewers, our listeners, our readers. Because one of the things that you have to realize is that people are very selfish. Like anybody reading a social media, Instagram caption, or watching your story, subconsciously, they're asking themselves, how does this relate to them? How does this relate to me? How does this relate to me? How does this relate to me? And so when we are sharing content, we want to make it so that it is something that they can utilize for themselves. And it won't be all the time, right? There, you know, when I post a picture of a kitten, it's like, it's not for anyone, but our nervous system to go, (laughs) oh. So those are some of the ways that you can share from a healed space and share from a space that's going to elevate your readers, elevate your community, to share your learnings. And I think that's the biggest thing about vulnerability is like, can you share what you've learned? The last way to uh, bring relatability into um, your messaging and just in who you are and not being seen just as a best friend is kind of like what I just said is like, how can you position these things as learning lessons for everyone? How can you position them as learning lessons for everyone? When you do that, that's going to naturally give you that leadership feel versus just sharing to share and, you know, it just being kind of like a word vomit. Um, that doesn't feel good for the person on the other end to, to read that right? Like we don't want to read your diary. (laughs) We love you, but we don't want to read your diary. So um, how can you position your learnings in a way that we can all benefit? I mean, as a human design three, five, the three in my profile, if you also have a three in your profile, it's like we are meant to go through this world by failing and learning and to share our learnings so that other people don't have to go through the same thing. You know, we can shorten the journey for them. And so how, even if you don't have a three in your profile, you can still do this. And so as you're, um, either sharing your day to day on, you know, stories or you're creating content, really just think about like, what is my purpose? Like, what is the purpose of this post? What is the intention of this post? And that's going to really help you make sure that what you're saying is in alignment with what your intention is. Because oftentimes, we, if we don't have a purpose, or we don't have an intention, or perhaps the purpose is just to post it, then we may not get the impact that we're looking for. And or someone may just receive it, you know, differently. All that to say, you're not completely responsible for how people receive everything that you write, but I think you can be responsible for the intention, or not can be, but should be responsible for the intention that you infuse into the content that you're creating. So I hope that this episode was helpful. It was just a thought that I had on, um, yeah, how can we be more relatable? Because at the end of the day, like, you know, uh, as a coach, your clients, your people, your community, they want to see those imperfect versions of you, the imperfect sides of you. And they want to, they want, they want to relate to you. Like they got to be able to see themselves in you. And so these are just some key ways that you can start to be more relatable. <laughs> um, and from, I just want to like add, I mean, I don't probably have to add this, but like in a non-sleazy way. Like we're not trying to like like manipulate or con people into liking us. I think that the more authentic you can be when it comes to coaching and your personal brand and building your business and the more heart-centered you make it, one, the more you're gonna help people and impact people because, you know, people wanna work with people that they're like. For example, I cannot relate to someone who's just like, n- like a go-getter all the time or like hustle mentality, hustle mode. People who are like work nonstop. Like I can't relate to them. I do not want to work with them because I just don't feel like that's relatable. I'm not like that. And so if you're naturally like that and you don't know how to be any other way, I'm probably not going to learn a lot from you. But if you are someone who is able to maintain harmony and balance in their lives. And you show yourself getting stuff done, but then you also show the moments where like you don't do anything and like the, the stuff you have to overcome, like the mindset blocks and the self-doubt, like I'm going to want to work with you. And that's true for everyone. Like I would much rather pay someone who I know went through the same problems I had, but has the confidence to get through them rather than someone who pretends like they don't deal with any of that right so um relatability is going to help our clients see themselves in us it's gonna be so much easier for you to show up on social media being your full authentic expression versus like this performative version of you and it's going to help your clients really get the learnings of your life because yeah that's what they're there for That's it for me today. I hope this episode was helpful. Let me know if you had a favorite part, um, if you liked it to kind of want more topics like this and hit me up on Instagram at Shanae Momoko, C-H-A-N-E-E-M-O-M-O-K-O. All right, you guys, I hope you have an amazing day and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now.